What it do, sports betting nation? Ace is high here with you. I'm with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Hardways Blake. Mike, how was your weekend, Hardways? Ooh, Aces. You know, it was a little bit of a struggle this weekend. We don't always win over here at SBI, and this weekend did set me back a little bit. We'll get to that, especially my pickums for the beating the odds segment did not go well this week. But when you, you know, I was on a nine and two run, so it was inevitable. It was going to come back down to earth a little bit. But we'll get to that. Let's start with something that I think is on everybody's mind, and that is the Major League Baseball postseason. How have you been enjoying the game so far this year? Well, not good. The Braves dropped the first one, so, you know, can't love that. Don't like the series going 2-0 to start the playoffs. Never good from a betting standpoint. But as far as postseason baseball, always exciting to watch. You know, we got Mr. Freed on the mound tonight. Braves against the Phillies. You know I'm happy about that game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that game as well. I'm glad to see that the series have been extended a little bit. I mean, we had a really quick wild card round here with all the series going for two games, not not getting an extension. So I'm a little – I've got some futures on the Rangers and the Orioles and the Astros and the Braves and the Dodgers. And so the Orioles lost, the Braves lost, the Dodgers lost. It's just been not a great start so far. Hopefully they can turn it around. That Braves – or that Dodgers game on Saturday night, that was – that was something. Kershaw, postseason Kershaw, reared his ugly head again, and he got pulled after just one-third of an inning. Did you watch that game? No, it was college football Saturday, so I wasn't watching. I did read about it, and, you know, that is unexpected. When I saw the message, I didn't believe it, looked into it later, and sure enough, got pulled in the first. I I would not have bet that with anybody's money. No, that was that was tough to see. The Rangers did win last night in an absolute shootout, 11-8 to over the Orioles, and the Twins, they tied it up with the Astros. So that series, that, that Twins-Astros series is 1-1. to Rangers 2-0 over the Orioles. And then tonight you mentioned we've got the Braves and the Phillies and, of course, the Diamondbacks. And the Dodgers. Let's pop on over to the MLB Today page over on sportsbettingintel.com and we'll see what we've got. As you mentioned, we got Max Fried on the mound for the Braves, and you got Zach Wheeler on the mound for the Phillies. Right now, the best odds that I'm seeing. So the Braves are the favorites. They are at home. Minus 155 over on Bet MGM are the best odds. You could also get that on Caesars and Bet Rivers. If you want to back the Phillies, you can get them at plus 136 on FanDuel and also on DraftKings. And I would say the Phillies are a bit of a surprise. I know they're a good team. I did not expect them to shut out the the Braves, though. Do you have a lean on this game tonight? No, I don't have a lean. Well, I mean, I, I take the Braves, but don't get me wrong. I would take the Braves. The problem is in my situation, as far as making a good betting decision, I have the Braves already to win the World Series. I had I have them to win the NL. So why would I take this game? I kind of hope, you know, to be honest with you, from a betting standpoint, they do drop this one, get a better number on game three going forward for my hedge ability just makes it easy. If I had no tickets, if I was just straight off the, you know, street kind of betting this, I probably fade Mr. Wheeler here, go with Mr. Freed. Braves, they're just hot. You know, their batters can get it going quick. So I like the Braves in this one. Yeah, I consider that a one game blip, them getting shut out. We'll see. I do believe they turn it around. And then also tonight you've got, the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks, you got Zach Gallon on the mound for the Diamondbacks and Bobby Miller on the mound for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are still the favorites. Minus 156 are the best odds over at FanDuel Sportsbook. If you want to back the Diamondbacks, you can get them at plus 138 over on Bet Rivers. This one's tough to me because Zach Gallon has been very good this year. 17-9 record with a 3 ERA. I can see why last night or on Saturday night, the, Di- the Diamondbacks were plus 155. Now they're plus 138, so I can certainly see that. But again, it is in LA, it's a late game. It's an 807 game. Any lean on this one? Uh, I, I, I'm going to stay away from this one with my money, but I will say this if you're looking to maybe bet the Dodgers in this one, maybe look to bet them, you know, to win the round. You know, if you, if you get 
well, you're going to get plus odds no matter where you go, but you can get plus 130, plus 140, depending what book you're at for the Dodgers to beat the Diamondbacks in this series. That's where I'd go with my money. You know, the heck with this single individual occurrence. If you think the Dodgers are a better baseball team, unless you're betting pitchers, which I don't know why you go against what you just mentioned, Mr. Gallon, the season is good. Why go against him tonight? Just take the Dodgers to win the series if that's your preference as far as betting the Dodgers. Yeah, make sure you do line shop that as well. I actually just took a little bit, put a little bit on the Twins to win the series because I'm not so sure that Astro team has what it takes to go all the way. And I kind of like, this is more of an emotional hedge than anything else for me personally. But tomorrow night, we do have the Orioles and the Rangers. That would be on Tuesday. That's the later game. We do have an afternoon game. That's a 307 game for the Astros and the Twins. Twins are the favorites in this. It is in Minnesota, minus 125 versus plus 118 for the Astros. And then the Orioles and the Rangers, that is, the Rangers are the favorite. Again, they're up 2-0 on the Orioles right now. Minus 135 on the Rangers, and then plus 120 on the Orioles. We'll cover more of this as the postseason goes along, but we do have a lot to cover today. It was a busy weekend as well. Let's jump into college football. How does that sound to you? It sounds fantastic to me, my friend. I would expect as much. What was your biggest surprise from the weekend this week? We did have a bunch of teams on by, as you know, so there wasn't a whole lot to that surprising but what was your your biggest surprise this weekend uh biggest surprise let me let me think first thing i'd like to say is that you mentioned early in the show it wasn't such a good weekend for sb intel i I will push back on that a thousand percent because it was an absolutely fantastic weekend on my end over here about every single pick that i talked about on the rundown or on our program here hit so it was just a phenomenal you know you only get this once in a season type week for me over here. So I think SB Intel's okay, my friend. Biggest surprise, I guess, maybe Notre Dame. Louisville dropping, you know, beating Notre Dame. That that's probably the biggest surprise in my mind. Really? No over Oklahoma lose or beating Texas. You'd say the the Notre Dame dropping to Louisville is the biggest surprise. It's just because of the disparity uh, of the team talent there. Well, I, I I don't know. Maybe you don't listen when we talk on the program, but I specifically said take Oklahoma over Texas. I won't because I'm a Texas fan. So, no, that doesn't surprise me. That's what I was telling people to do. And plus, last week when we talked about it on this program, you were getting seven on Oklahoma, you know, plus seven. That was just a f- absolutely fabulous risk to reward, in my opinion, on that line. So, no, the Oklahoma beating Texas does not surprise I'm not happy about it. Don't get me wrong. If you want to ask me what the game I'm most angry at, it was that one for sure. But as far as unexpected, no, that, that was something I expected. I would say my biggest surprise was just how stuck in the mud the Washington State offense was against the UCLA defense. Now, the UCLA defense is very good, but they managed to hold Washington State to 17 points total in that game. Cameron Ward is 19 for 39 for 197, one touchdown, two interceptions, just an absolute miserable performance across the board. And that Washington State team was ranked 13 in the nation. So for them to drop that game to UCLA, they're almost certainly going to drop several spots in the rankings, if not out altogether to an unranked UCLA team. I would say that Texas game, I I was a little surprised about how, I want to say low scoring, you can't see it, I'm doing air quotes because it did still, the over still came in. But we were talking about in our group chat about, man, these Big Ten teams sure like to, this, this particular game, they're sure settling for field goals quite a bit. I would say there's more defense in the, in the second half than we were expecting, no? Well, the, I know the madman Woj was the man texted about that, I believe, in the group looking back at it. I was I couldn't listen to you jabronis while I was busy making money. But I, what I will say is I was watching the lines throughout that game, and the, the total never really changed. So the expectation for points never really changed. As you mentioned, it went over. So 
I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm definitely not going to agree with you. I think it played out as expected. That's fair. And that Iowa game is something that you were certainly pretty happy about, no? Absolutely. Yeah, the Iowa game. I mean, that was a I, – I only – anybody that listens to the rundown or this podcast, I only bet Iowa once a year. This is the week I chose to do it. They're playing Purdue. They took Purdue down. The score doesn't show it, but they're quite handily in control most of that football game, which is always good to see as an Iowa backer on the line and then also as an Iowa Hawkeye football fan. 100%. I, I would say, how, how was your, the, the the Aces household after that game <laughs> on Saturday afternoon? Oh, the wife wasn't happy. She was giving it to me already for next year and how they're going to beat us. But I told her, you know, you got 364 days to wait every day. I'm going to, what I did is I set up reminders every day on our family shared calendar. So every day she wakes up in the morning, it's going to remind her that Iowa beat Purdue. So it, it wasn't a great Saturday, but going forward, I think I might've kind of chopped off my own foot here. We, we shall see. <laughs> Basically cut off your nose to spite your face there. Yeah. I would say there was one more game that was surprising just in its its eventual outcome, not necessarily who won, but the final score, USC versus Arizona, the late game, and USC at home, 21-point favorites. They take Arizona takes them to triple overtime. It's only the new triple overtime rule with having to go for two points in triple overtime right off the bat that allowed USC to win this one. Arizona won the first quarter. They won the first half. In this, the USC offense did eventually wake up. But yeah, this was this was a late game, so I'm not sure if you caught it, but it was a surprising outing for Caleb Williams and the USC offense in general. Caleb Williams only 14 for 25 for 219 yards and one touchdown. A lot of this was just – he did add three touchdowns on the ground and 41 yards. But, yeah, from a passing standpoint, it was a big step back for Caleb Williams. No, I didn't catch it. It was too late for me. I didn't even actually look at the box score on that one. I saw it was a close game along with a couple other uh, – Colorado was a close game, I believe, against Arizona State. They pulled it off with a field goal over a one-in-five football team. I don't know what's up with that Pac-12. We shall see. I was I was more happy with the ACC. I had Georgia Tech on the points. They ended up winning it straight up, which is kind of another surprising. I guess maybe you asked that question before. I, I did bet Georgia Tech, but I did not think they would. I wish I bet them on the money line now, but I did not think they would actually win the football game. I thought they'd cover that 18 and a half. And then another game I want to bring up is Alabama, just because just so hot last week. Another game we talked about, I should say, I talked about Alabama comes through with a win. So, no, I didn't catch the USC game, but I caught all those other good ones. How about that Georgia-Kentucky game? That one was not necessarily – I mean, this outing was a bit of a surprise, but it didn't shock me that Georgia put up the the big 51 points against Kentucky there. No, and I think we were both kind of – you and I were on the same page. And I, I, I will say I think the real Jay-Z was to some extent. But you liked Kentucky. You thought they had a chance. But I believe we talked about why would you bet them in this game? Why would you yeah. bet against Georgia type thing? So, yeah, it, it's surprising. I think Georgia won so much a little bit, but I'm not surprised that Georgia won the football game by any means. Well, we'll just uh, we'll just wrap up the recap with this, that Georgia Tech. I mean, did you see the eventual out, outcome with the with the the Miami kneel down, not kneel down, running the ball? I mean, that that had to be a shocker to a bunch of people. Yeah, it was a shocker for sure. I, I didn't, I saw it in retrospect. I I already knew I was covering that 18 and a half easy. So I was no longer watching or paying attention to that game. But yeah, that was just a horrible decision by Crystal Ball. But I mean, I've seen Iowa do the same thing before. It, it's very rare that you would, you know, fumble that football in that circumstance. But still, you know, just, just lock in a victory when you can. Yeah, weird decision. If you didn't see it, basically Crystal Ball, instead of kneeling the game out, he decided to run the ball. 
at which point the Miami running back fumbled and Georgia Tech scored 32 seconds later to end up winning this one. If you took Georgia Tech on the money line, good for you. This was a, as good a beat as you could possibly add. If you had Miami in a in a parlay or a teaser somewhere, oof, I feel bad for you. If you didn't see it, check out our social media over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. We've got it all covered there. It was a surprise. I will say week seven starts very, very, very soon. <laughs> Today is Monday when we're recording this. We have games in approximately 30 hours from now. We have Tuesday games, and it's not just MAC games. We have Louisiana Tech, Middle Middle Tennessee, Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State, Liberty, and Jacksonville State all tomorrow at 6 or 6.30. Aces, our weeks are done. I mean, that's it, right? No, nothing. We're not getting any work done for the rest of the week. You're absolutely right. Now, what? how about this Conference USA front-running the MAC to get these Tuesday games in? I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic, especially watching Middle Tennessee. They played on uh, Thursday. Last week, they played Jacksonville State. I believe Jacksonville State beat them. I mean, I'm excited for Tuesday football. I'm excited for a lot of things. Hockey's starting up, too. I'm excited for that tomorrow. Yeah, well, let's put a bow on this NCAA football. We'll cover it more throughout the week. And we've got Wednesday games. In addition to that, we have actually have Thursday games. I believe we have some Power 5 Thursday games. And then Friday, we've got Stanford and Colorado. So that's a big one. We'll cover a ton of this stuff on our Thursday stream where we do a breakdown of the ncaa week week seven here where we bring the real jay-z myself and yourself on to discuss this as we make our picks live using the tools over at sportsbettingintel.com but yeah let's move on and hockey nhl we've seen the preseason it's been good but now we've got real hockey starting tomorrow blackhawks play the penguins on the road tomorrow night to start the season what are you looking at what are you looking for this season as we go into the hockey season i love hockey man that's what i make some money in the hockey season i Definitely top three sports for me as far as profitability. So I'm excited to get it underway. These first games are always tough because you don't know what to expect out of the teams. I like to go dogs. I just, I like to start off going dogs. I like to go dogs throughout the season, but I like to start off going dogs. You mentioned that Blackhawks, Penguins, we're from the Chicago land area here. If you walk into the local Walmart or you walk into the local Meyer, I guess would be more local to us, and you don't see someone with that Blackhawks hat on, you're probably in the wrong store because we got a lot of Blackhawks fans around here. It's going to be a very exciting season with Mr. Connor Bedard, who's been performing in the preseason very well. So you asked me, well, you didn't directly ask me, but I'm going to tell you anyways, where am I going to go with this tomorrow, the first night of hockey? I'm taking a plus 200 dog in the Blackhawks for my first bet. Got to back the hometown team. I don't think you can actually get them plus 200 anywhere right now across the books, but plus 196, that's close enough, right? Well, I'm not sure. I just pulled up our game board for the money lines for the for the NHL, and I'm seeing plus 205 on the Blackhawks here on Caesar Sportsbook. So that did tick up a little bit now. You can get two-to-one money on the Blackhawks on the road. if you That is that is good money right there. I mean, maybe the Blackhawks are surprising us, and they'll be better than we think this year, and Connor Bedard is the spark that they need to kick off this rebuild. There you go, two-to-one. On the black. <laughs> I, I just noted the line move just came in as we're, we, you got to love sports betting Intel. Let me tell you, sports Intel.com. I'm looking at the li- money line movement over here on Caesar Sportsbook, 116 p.m. And the line just moved as we're talking. So, yes, sir. There you go. Better than that plus 200 number, plus 205 Caesars. You're about to get a bet hit at you. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sound a little distracted. I'm pulling up my Caesars account as we speak here because I want to lock in that 205. I'm not sure it sticks around that 205 there. So I'm definitely going to jump on that 
while we're talking. So, yeah, there's a couple other games tomorrow night. We've got big hitters playing. We've got the Lightning playing the Predators, and we have the Golden Knights playing the Kraken. All these teams were pretty good last year, in particular the Golden Knights and the Predators, or excuse me, and the Lightning. Now, let's let's talk generally. Like, when you're looking to place a bet on NHL, what are you looking for? What stats are you looking for? Or what teams – or what, what are you kind of searching out to try to make your decisions about betting on the NHL? Well, for me, it's always a numbers game, obviously. But going outside of the numbers, which, you know, when we talk about it being a numbers game, we're just looking for better lines across the sports books, beating their number, seeing things that are out of line from the rest of the market. But getting aside from that, you're always checking. It's similar to baseball in that you're always checking who that goalie is, right? You want your star in there. You want your stud. If the stud's not in there, you better be getting damn good numbers on that team because the the discrepancy between, in most teams anyways, the discrepancy between the starting goalie and, you know, the rotational backup goalie, you know, it's, there's quite a big difference in there. Then from there, you're probably looking at shots. How is this team? How many shots are they going to get? Which if I'm making hockey bets, a lot of the models I have, they do forecast shots. So I'll bet against shots in these games over under on individual teams, you know, goalie shots. And then from there, wherever you want to go, depending on the matchup, how you like it, big versus small, fast versus slow, however you want to do it from there. But those two things I would say are the most important to start with. That's great advice. Great advice, Aces. Thanks for enlightening us with that. And also, as you had mentioned, when you started, make sure that we're trying to find the best line, the best numbers when betting on NHL hockey or any sports that we cover. You can head over to sportsbettingintel.com, go over to our game boards, and at a glance, you can see the money lines for the games, the spreads for the game. So that would be the puck lines in this case. And of course, the totals, the point totals for the game. So that, that big difference there. Plus 195 on FanDuel, plus 205 on the the Blackhawks on Caesars. Just a big difference in the lines that you're getting and the money, the profit that you will make over the long run. So it's very, very important to do that. And you could pick pull up any game. Just click on that game. We'll pull up the actual game page here. We've got our consensus lines, our best book odd, projected scores, projected chances to win. And you can also, I'm not sure who else does this, but we're tracking line movement for the puck lines here. So if you want alternative puck lines, you can tease this line up on the Blackhawks and you can tease it up to Blackhawks minus one and a half. And now if you're really juicy here, you get the Blackhawks minus one and a half at plus 400, four to one odds over on bet MGN if they'll take your money. In my case, this is one that I'm going to have to lay off on because I can't get anything down on bet MGM. Same with point totals. If you want to tease that up or tease that down, you have that option to see the best book odds for that over on the game page and also track that line movement, which is very, very important in that regard. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. And we're going to have to get the real Jay-Z on here because I know he's a big NHL totals guy. I like to go sides in the NHL. I don't mind totals. I like to go sides in shots, but we'll have to get the real Jay-Z on here to talk about some of those totals. He is our totals guru when it comes to the NHL. So let's just go ahead and wrap this up with the Stanley Cup futures. Do you have any futures or are there any teams that you're looking to put anything down on for this year before the season actually starts tomorrow? Well, last year, you know, I was big on the Canes. They didn't come through for me, did they? They did not. But, they did not. But, yeah. And now you, the, the problem is this year, you're, you're looking at the chalk in the Canes. They're at plus 800 to hoist the Stanley Cup at the end of the season. I don't. I mean, it's hard. I, I want to bet them. I have yet to lay any money on any team. I really thought about the Blackhawks. Let me see where their line is moved to now, actually. I never ended up putting any money on them because they're such a long shot. Yeah, you're plus, I got it up right 20, here. 000. Yeah, 20. <laughs> So I'm on Caesar's 1750. You might see it's 20,000 on, on DraftKings or something along those lines. It's not, uh, 
That's a lot. <laughs> Vegas, yeah, hey, but you're, you're get, you know, you're getting a Honda Accord if you put down a hundred and the black box come through for you. Kind of like winning those one prizes on the ice there when you watch the uh, um, in between period shows. Twenty thousand dollars on a hundred dollar bet. I wanted to put a little bit down. I didn't because it's just a flyer, and I don't like to waste my money too much on flyers. I, maybe I put down some, you know, part of a normal bet on it. Definitely nowhere near a full bet. Just fun money, but my real bet might come on the Canes. It's just hard with that plus 800 number to go a whole season and win it. That's, that's a tough bet to make. I've yet decided yet to decide if I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's, that's uh plus. So I'm again, I'm over on Caesar. So you've got different lines than what I'm looking at, but plus 750 on the hurricane. I mean, this isn't like the NHL or the NFL where you had about plus 600, right? The, 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 the NFL has not nearly as much parody as you'll find in NHL. So that plus 750 line doesn't seem really great. Plus 800, depending on where you get it. Avalanche, I was looking at it at plus 900 last week. Now it's plus 800. I really don't like that. I do like that Avalanche Avalanche team. Of course, you've always got the Oilers in the mix with McDavid there. And then the Maple Leafs, the Devils, a bit surprising there. And then the Golden Knights at plus 1200. So I'll have to poke around. It's not like these lines are going anywhere anytime soon. These will be up all season long. We'll circle back, see if you make any bets. If I make any bets, we'll bring the real Jay-Z on. Maybe we'll talk about it next week with him and see if he's got anything going on. But, yeah, that'll be it for NHL. We're going a little long here, but there are tons of sports going on, as we had talked about postseason baseball. And then we've got NBA coming up. But let's close it out here and feel free to poke around those futures bets if you want for a little bit because I'm just going to talk NHL, NFL a little bit. Of course, we have to cover that here on the program. So we did have a exciting weekend in NFL. If you were watching that, it started with the bears whomping up on the commanders, 20 to 40, 40 to 20 over on Thursday night football. And then we had a London game surprising the Jaguars upset the bills there. They were five and a half point dogs, 25 to 20 Falcons, Texans game lions, just destroying the Panthers 42, 24. No big surprise there. Dolphins whomping up on the giants, of course. And then, just a bad, bad stretch here for the Patriots. They get blank. So it's a, the worst loss in Bill Belichick's career, which was following the worst loss in his career. So two weeks in a row, he's had the worst loss in his career. They get blanked again. Mac Jones does not look like an NFL quarterback right now. That Eagles-Rams game was back and forth. Very exciting, 23-14. Jets-Broncos, Chiefs-Vikings. That's one you might have at least heard the score on. Did you see the Chiefs, Chiefs pulled it out there at the end? I, I saw that it happened. I didn't watch the football game. I not an NFL guy, you know that. But yeah. I was working with my brother-in-law at the time, and he's a big NFL guy, and he was keeping me up to date with what was going on with the Chiefs. He said that it was a low-scoring affair to start, as in Mr. Kelsey and Mr. Mahomes were not performing for his fantasy football team. Uh, yeah, that would be safe to say. Kelsey, in fact, left early in the game. Not early, but he left somewhat in the middle of the game with a non-contact injury. Could be an ankle, that turf at at the Viking stadium. It's just awful. He did come back in. He was on the last play of the game, which was a, a hail Mary to the end zone by the Vikings. So you'll have to keep an eye on that injury. He did score a touchdown in that. So I'm, I'm sure your brother-in-law was happy about that last night. The 49ers just exposed the Cowboys. They won 42 to 10. George Kittle had three touchdowns, just an absolute whomping. I took the, a huge alternative line of the 49ers minus 13 and a half it was a three and a half point spread going in that was my one big win for this weekend big money on that because I did not believe these Cowboys are any I don't think they their defense is great I didn't think they could keep the San Francisco 49ers offense in check and that San Francisco defense I don't believe in the Cowboys offense so that was a big one to close out the night we've got one more game here it's a Monday night football game so we've got the Packers and the Raiders, not exactly a highlight for this week, but you've got the Raiders 
are, I believe they're at home. Yeah, the Raiders are at home, so it's in Las Vegas. Minus 130 on BetMGM, best line for that. If you want to back the Raiders, you could also get that at points bet. And then plus 120 on the Packers would be the best line anywhere over on FanDuel Sportsbook. Spread is two and a half right now, and the over-under on that is, I just had it up, actually pulled up the over-under on the NHL game. So let's pull up the point totals for, yeah, 44 and a half, 45 and a half, depending on where you get it. I'm not sure where my money's going on this one yet that Raiders team is kind of suspect as it's the Packers team is hot and cold. So we'll see, but that's going to close it out for us. Aces, we've got a lot going on this week. We've got a lot going on this month. As you know, the Equinox is very, very, is very close. We're, we're just around a quarter from that. That said, is there anything else that you want to leave the people with before we log off for the day? Uh, I'll just say this NHL hockey starts tomorrow. DraftKings has a 50% profit boost for you. If you're interested, go in there, go over there, check it out. If, if, they, if you're one of the lucky people that DraftKings let you bet on their platform, but check out that 50% profit boost NHL opening night tomorrow. That's good advice. And make sure you are hopping around the different sports books. I'm sure with NHL starting, we're going to see a ton of that coming up. So check FanDuel, check sport, check, check DraftKings, check Caesars, MGM if you got it. Keep an eye out for all that. So that'll do it for us today. We'll be back later this week to talk NCAA football on our regular scheduled Thursday night program. As we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely. 